0: The Money Show. The Science of. So I was reading the annual report of Astral Foods just last week and I found some fascinating economic insights, prompting me to suggest that we should stop focusing on economics and rather on egonomics which is kind of the same thing, but just looking at the chicken industry. According to the Astral annual report, there already were signs of stress appearing in the chicken market in the middle of last year, with households caught by rising VAT and then fuel costs, which of course spiked out of control, saw disposable income eroded. And even though poultry is the cheapest form of animal protein on the market, demand dropped and the ability to pass on pricing dropped as well. Even so, Astral slaughtered something like 5 million chickens a week last year, and that's just a quarter of local demand. It means that every week, 20 million new chicks need to be introduced into the chain to be grown so that they can be slaughtered, mostly within five weeks of hatching. Gary Arnold, Managing Director of Agriculture at Astral Foods, is with us in studio, And, and one of the businesses under you, Gary Arnold, is this business of National Chicks it's basically the world, well, well, South Africa's biggest breeding program for, for chickens.
1: Good evening, Bruce. Yes, thank you. Um, National Chicks is a company in in our fold. Um, it is one of our breeding operations within um, Astral's integration. And an important part of uh, that uh, integration, Bruce, uh, that's where um, a large amount of the progeny that we rear into the broiler that uh, the consumer ultimately eats, uh, comes from.
0: Now, okay, take me back to a little island in the Hebrides, I think it is, where scientists sit and manipulate the DNA of the embryos, I think it is, um, to make sure that the chickens grow faster, eat less, get heavier, quicker, all of that sort of stuff, because this breeding program originates in Scotland, doesn't
1: it? Correct, Bruce. Yeah, the uh, breeding stock that, or the genetics that Astral um, uses uh, originates from Scotland. So it's a very long breeding program. I mean, they start breeding for various uh, characteristics or traits in in the birds uh, many years before we actually see them. So it's a long period of breeding. Just to give you an idea, though, in South Africa, um, Astral farms with uh, four generations of birds. So the, the bird that we receive from uh, Scotland is the great-grandparent, we call it. That bird is then bred to produce the grandparents. Uh, the grandparents are then bred to produce the parents. And the parents are then bred to produce a dal chick that's ultimately reared into the broiler. So the characteristics that we see um, in the broiler are expressed uh, many years later. And in South Africa, we've got a two-and-a-half-year breeding cycle for every uh, broiler chick that we place in the market.
0: Okay, so a two-and-a-half-year breeding cycle means by the time that the DNA uh, of of a new generation of uh, birds is created, that then, that, that particular genome lasts for two-and-a-half years before you then change it up. How does that work?
1: Yeah, Bruce, I think to give you an idea, you know, to slaughter 5 million uh, broilers a week, uh, we, as you said earlier on correctly, we need to keep on replenishing those birds. So you take 5 million, they go to the processing plant, you need another 5 million to follow them. So Astral at any point in time has approximately 35 million broilers on farm. So as I sit here this evening talking to you, we have 35, just over 35 million broilers on farm now. Those, you, those are in various uh, stages of production to ultimately give you the 1.8 kilo broiler that you are processing at 33 days. Now, to replenish that 5 million birds a week, we have approximately 20 million eggs under incubation at any point in time. So, as I sit here this evening again, there will be 20 million eggs in the incubator... Um, it's a th- it's a 21 day um, cycle, so they take 21 days to hatch. So there's 20 million eggs there to give us about uh, 6 point, uh, 6.6 million eggs a week. Um, not all of them hatch, unfortunately. So about 80% of them will hatch, given the fertility and, and the, you know the quality of the eggs. And that's where we get the 5.3 million Dale chicks a week that we place on farm to replenish those 5 million.
0: Now you got. 35 million broilers on a farm and these things have got a life expectancy of 33 days. Yet you are producing these e- these eggs at a rate of 6.6 million a week. So 20 million under incubation at any one time. Because only 80% as you say will hatch. How do you fertilize 6.6 million eggs a week? What sort of breeding stock do you have to have? Because that's a whole nother Body of birds,
1: isn't it? Yeah, Bruce. So, um, you know, the, 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 if you look at the mating ratio, if I can call it that, um, I'm not—we're not personally responsible for the fertilisation of these eggs. But for every eight females on farm, there's uh, one one cockbird, um, and he's responsible for fertilising. So these
0: these e- these eggs of fertilized in the natural way. There's no sort of artificial insemination process that happens here. It's not an industrial process. It's just w- one guy and eight, eight, and eight females.
1: Yeah. So uh, a broiler breeder has a 40-week, uh, typically a 40-week laying cycle. And in that 40 weeks, each hen will produce approximately 180 eggs for every hen that is housed through that 40-week cycle. Now, those birds, so if you take the figures we 've got approximately uh, one and a half million breeders in production um, every week to produce the five million broilers they 're in a natural environment, so they 're in um, closed houses um, you know we provide bedding uh, for them uh, there 's nest boxes um, the nest boxes um, you know there 's bedding material in there as well, so the hens uh, lay their eggs in nest boxes um, and in a house of um you know, eight thousand hens you'll have um the uh, necessary number of males um in the house to ensure that these um hatching eggs are fertilized.
0: And and I mean are and are the eight thousand hens mean you need a thousand cockbirds as well strutting their stuff in amongst the 8,000 hens. They're not sort of separated out into groups. Don't you end up mm. having lots of fights and, and that sort of stuff? I mean, is there not competition for for female resources? We see it in nature all the time in breeding season where males get a little bit aggressive with one another.
1: Yeah, Bruce, you do see it. You know, you see dominant males. Uh, we manage that. Um, you know, you don't want injury to the females. So, so that's something that is part of, of um, you know, daily management on farm. Is to make sure that you you know you manage the the, the breeding stock um, you know with uh, correctly and I mean we have to look after them. How them. how what what would the life expectancy be of breeding stock? So a, a bird is reared for twenty two weeks. So uh, the day old chick, uh, so the parents are also you know at a point in time day old and they are placed um, in rearing sheds. Uh, we will rear them for twenty two weeks. We then transfer them at that age to uh, laying sheds, um, and they lay their first egg anywhere between 23 and 24 weeks of age. They will... Um be in production or or can lay eggs up to uh, anything up to 70 weeks plus we typically um, you know um, have them in production up to approximately 62 weeks
0: so i mean mean, so it takes them almost a third of their lifetime to become productive and then they've got two-thirds of their lives left then what happens to them You don't send them uh, off to a retirement home for chickens, I
1: assume? uh, No, uh, unfortunately not. Um, You know, every hen will produce in her her cycle about 139 to 140 uh, broilers that are ultimately sold in the market. But, you know, the hen uh, eventually, um, you know, comes to the end of her production or laying cycle, and uh, the um, economic benefits of that uh, are not there. So those birds we have to deplete. In South Africa. You use beautiful
0: um, language for this, uh, Gary.
1: You slaughter them. Do we deplete them? No, you slaughter them. (laughs) Uh, We don't slaughter the breeding birds. So in South Africa, um, elsewhere in the world, you'll find that they are sent to a processing plant. In South Africa, there's a large live bird market for these birds, Bruce. So we've got um, buyers that come uh, to the farm. They collect them, and those are typically sold in um, the informal markets, um, uh, where where, they where where
0: other people deplete them for you. Other people, <laughs> will, yeah,
1: typically at home in the backyard. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah they get the chop and and uh, end up in the pot. But um, you know, in South Africa, there's a big market for those birds. Um, they're well known as rocks. That's the name given to them, or hard body bird. And, um, you know, people um, in some cultures, you know, to, to, to take that bird and, and process it at home is, is completely, um, you know, the thing to do. So. Uh, it's a fascinating discussion, Gary Arnold. I'm, I'm hanging on to your every
0: word. The, the, the amount of data and the statistics and the numbers are quite extraordinary. We're learning all about how your voracious appetite for chicken is sated and uh that is partly uh, one out of every four chickens consumed in South Africa is produced by Astral Foods and Gary Arnold who's the managing director of agriculture at Astral Foods is explaining all how it works and that is what we're looking at this evening here on the Money Show how it works the chicken way At K-Talk, we love to talk the talk, and when it comes to protecting you, we committed to ensuring that we walk the walk too. That's why K-Talk adheres to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission's Code of Conduct. We committed to giving you accurate news, fair comment, and balanced programming representative of diverse views. If we're not living up to this code, you can direct a complaint in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission. Fix the BCCSA on 011-326-319. For more information, visit bccsa.co.za. Summer Carnival has arrived at Food Lovers Market, so get massive savings on fresh, with large golden bananas selling for just 9 dollars per kilo. Two sweet spun spec for only 30 rand. Two punnets of juice, black or red seedless grapes for the great price of 25 rand. And three large queen pineapples, also for only 25 rand. Valid until this Sunday. Food Lovers Market, Summer Carnival, now on. Imagine a relaxed retirement in magnificent surroundings. Look no further than Evergreen Lifestyle Retirement Village. Musenberg and Bergfleet villages have just expanded with beautiful new homes ready for occupation. Come and see the show houses at our open days. Evergreen
1: Bergfleet, 31st of January at 5.30 p.m. Evergreen Musenberg 5th to the 7th of February, 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. daily. To book call Sharon on 087-808-7000 or email info at evergreenlifestyle.coza. Evergreen Lifestyle, offering you a partnership for life. And the pitch.
0: We deliver baseball caps, mitts, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more.
1: FedEx delivery.
0: Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Money show. The science of... The squawking from the hen houses must be raucous and there must be a cacophony of sound as you put a thousand male fowls into a breeding shed with 8,000 hens. And out the other end, uh, after after a period of time, comes 6.6 million eggs a week that are are thought to be fertilized. Only 80% of them, however, will hatch. And those five million chicks are put into a production system, which eventually ends up on your dinner plate or in your Nando's or in your KFC or wherever it might be that you get your chicken. Mortality rates, when you're going through something like this, though Gary Arnold, Managing Director of Agriculture at Astral Foods, mortality rates must be pretty high.
1: Bruce, um, in the breeding uh, cycle, you know, we uh, we do select um, the females. So there is some uh, there is some mortality rate there. You do color out the portion of the, um, you know, the, the, the birds that um, aren't producing optimally. Um, you know, we look at uniformity when they're in rear, and we do select, um, obviously, the best breeding progeny. Once they're placed on a, a broiler farm, um, you know, we will... In our last financial year, we reported mortality rates of um, around 4.5%, which is in line with the European welfare standards. So, um, you know, 4.5% is, is is not too bad. And, yeah. um, you know, any higher, uh, the cost of producing chicken uh, increases. And uh, so we like to see it as low as possible. It means we're doing a good job uh, on uh, in, in growing those birds and, and looking after them. You know, birds need... Um, be taken care of so they need feed, they need light, they need good ventilation, air, water Sanitation, and um, you know, so we need to look after all of those.
0: Because chickens are notoriously vulnerable to disease. Um, and I look, and you've got three major areas where you breed: Camperdown, which is in KZN, uh, Boskop east of Pretoria, and then another player, another f- uh, egg-producing plant and uh, day-old chick-producing plant at Manzini in Swaziland. I mean, it is really, you know, you're not putting all your dare I say it, eggs in one basket um, when it comes all eggs in one shed when it comes to the sort of you can't take any chances, can
1: you? No, you can't, Bruce. And in fact, those, um, those, those areas that you've mentioned are all um, the national chicks uh, operations. We do have other breeding facilities around the country. So we have uh, parent stock breeding. Um, you know, we've got flocks down in the Western Cape in Pumalanga, Gauteng, KwaZulu-Natal. We have uh, parent stock in Zambia and Swaziland, as you've correctly said. Uh, you know, you may remember a couple of years ago I spoke to you on the bird flu issue yeah. um, that hit South Africa in 2017. So disease is a major risk. Uh, we manage it. Uh, we do vaccinate for a number of diseases and, and obviously um, give some form of immunity or immune protection to the birds. Um, but, yeah, disease is a risk, and we we certainly don't have all our eggs in one basket. So we're well, um, geographic, geographically well positioned, I think, to, to limit um, any disease impact on our operations.
0: And modern day farming methods are extraordinary in terms of this ability to hatch these eggs after 22 days and within – 33 days after that, the birds are slaughtered and in a plastic bag and on their way to a supermarket for you to buy. I mean, just the, the production line nature of this is astonishing to my, to my mind.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure how well known it is, uh, you know how well it's known, but uh, a broiler Dale chick at day old is 45 grams in weight. We grow that bird to uh, 1.8, just over 1.8 kilos in a little under 33 days. So you know the the performance, the, the bird has got this ability to grow. Um, we've got to express uh, all of that inherent genetic potential. Uh, so we, you know, we've got to do the right things for the bird. Uh, we've got to give it the right nutrition, and the other factors that I've mentioned. But it, um, its ability to to grow is, is enormous. I mean, if you look at the improvement in growth rates over the years, um, you know, not even twenty years ago, you were slaughtering a one point eight kilo bird at an excess of forty two days. Now so you're doing it in thirty two.
0: I mean, and th- this requires a lot of genetic manipulation. I mean, at what point does this? You know, do, do your customers become uncomfortable with the fact that we are manipulating the DNA of chickens to a point where they grow bigger, faster, better?
1: So Bruce, that's definitely one of the most, um, there's no DNA manipulation or genetic uh, manipulation that, that happens. You know, these birds uh, go through, as I said earlier on, uh, long breeding cycles. So what the breeding companies do is they select the birds for these uh, characteristics, these growth characteristics. So over many years, they've now, every time that they have, um, you know, got a batch of birds that's coming through the system, they will look at the growth characteristics of those birds, take those and rebreed them to obviously uh, regenerate that, that characteristic that they've seen. So it's really just taking the best um, genetics or the best progeny that is produced and reproducing it, you know, to express these the same characteristics. Um, and um, so, definitely, no genetic manipulation or um, anything that you know. There's no one goes and interferes with the genetics of uh, the genes of these birds. You
0: but but you're able to accentuate the key characteristics. So, if breast meat is very popular, you're able to breed chickens that have more fulsome breast meat, for example, um, and and less focus on the thighs and and the drumsticks.
1: That's correct, yeah. And that's just through breeding programs. So that's crossing various uh, lines, various genetic lines, uh, you know, male and female lines. And, it, you know, you will, you will look for those characteristics in that bird. Um, you know, Ashore recently tested a um, a line, a breeding line, where we were looking to get more of the brown meat yield. So we wanted uh, bigger, you know, more meat from uh, from the drumstick thighs and, yeah. and wings and less from the breast. Um, you know, South African consumer likes to eat meat off the bone, and, and we're a big, um, you know, nation eats a lot of um, meat off the bone and, and um, all the brown meat, you know, we're not the typical European or, north american markets where where they look for the um, high breast meat yield, so you know these we use a bird that is, has been bred for this purpose and um so you know, it's a long breeding program, and as you said quite mm. correctly, it starts all the way back in Scotland. It's and astonishing.
0: Um, somebody on the SMS line says, "I'm interested in buying broiler chickens at the end of the broiler life cycle. I would appreciate contact details." Uh, can people become retail customers of yours? Can they go and wait at the at the broiler gate and and pick up um, chickens that you that
1: are no longer breeding? Um, so the breeders, yes, you know, we, we do sell through through approved buyers. So definitely if anyone, you know, has an interest, they can approach us. We, we've got supply agreements with a number of suppliers, and that's really to go through a vetting process to make sure that they have the facilities um, to, to manage the birds. You know, we um, are governed by a code of ethics in the South African poultry industry, and we work very closely with the SPCA to ensure the welfare of these birds. So um, we typically work with with buyers that that, um, we have personally uh, vetted and audited, and and are happy um, that we know the birds are not going to be um, ill-treated in any way.
0: Uh, Muno and Santan has got the absolutely critical question, then I'll let you go. Uh, Please ask your guest, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Have you got that answer for us? Because, I mean, if anybody knows Gary Arnold, you got to know.
1: Bruce, I wish i have been asked that many times, and I wish I had an answer. But um, Make maybe one we could up. put it out, to, put it out up. to vote and see what comes back. <laughs> Make
0: one up. I mean, do you see a time where you'll be slaughtering chickens at, at 25 days, at 21 days? I mean, is there a limit to what the technology of breeding can produce?
1: Yeah, Bruce, it's a, often a thought that crosses our mind. Now, if you, we often speak to the geneticist, obviously, um you know we closely align to um Avigen, which is an international uh, genetics company, and we talk to the geneticist often to know what we can expect. You know, and these guys are saying that um, and they're predicting obviously, um, you know, from what they're seeing now by two thousand and twenty five we could expect to slaughter one point eight kilo bird by you know, Anything, you know, around the twenty-seven day of age mark So um, there's still further opportunity in the bird And we see it, you know, if you look at Astral's annual report There's been good, um, you know, improvement in, in on-farm results over the past four years And, um, you know, the genetics has allowed us to do it The bird has allowed us to do it Our job is to to give it the right conditions and nutrition to express those uh, characteristics The
0: remarkable story of how chicken gets onto your plate. That's how it works. Gary Arnold, Managing Director of Agriculture at Astral Foods. Thank you. Presenting the mother of... The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield was brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking. Bringing you award-winning trade and working capital funding solutions to unlock the full potential of your business story. APSA is a registered FSP.